0: Hey, Mishna we have a chirish, a deaf mute, it says the Mishnah Romes Venirmas. The Chirish can be Mirami's to others, and the others can be Mirami's to him. Remes means a hint. He can hint to others through his hands, through his head, and the others can do the same to him, because he can't speak and he can't hear. And any of these actions are Mekayim, they are intact. We'll see exactly what this is for in a moment. That's the opinion of the Tanakama. Uben Bissera Omer, Ben says Kofet Vinikbatz. So rome 's venera's afa He could even make hints with his mouth. How he can't talk. So kfitza is melashon v'chal avla kafzapia. It means that Akim He could like twist his lips. The siman nika doesn't have the same power as hinting with your hand or with your head. But nevertheless, Ben Becerra holds shaafa kfitza moila becheresh. When a twists his lips, it also helps. Khomasha Asa Ohiskim Allah, anything that he did or he agreed to with the twisting of his lips. kayim, it's also intact. For what? Bimetaltun. For Mekach umemcha we're talking about uh, business, purchasing and selling of metal and butlam alone. Metatalam are movable objects. Ava Lobakarka not for actual karka, not for actual earth, not for land. claymarsh shambasira ain't no makeal elabetaltun, meaning is of the opinion that he'll be lenient only with regards to Matantalin, that the remiza with the mouth, just twisting the lips for a cherish, it helps to make an acquisition. However, by karka, by land, by real estate, sover huka he'll agree to the tanakama. She'aina me'ila ala remiza barosh, that there the only remiza will help to make an acquisition is that of the hand or of the head. There he'll agree to the tanakama. And they point out over here, they bring different uh, explanations how to explain this. We're just going with one, but there are other explanations as well. There's a Rambam, there's the Me'iri. But the point is that at the end of the day, we do not paskin like Ben Becerra. Hapaotos, the mission says further, Paotos are uh, haktan and they're children of the age of seven or eight, and they're very sharp. And they know business, they know how to buy, they know how to sell. Or you could have a child who's nine or ten, that's not so sharp," it says in the Mishnah. Mekhan <laughs> their purchases are a good purchase. Memkar and Memkar, their sales are a good sale. Be with movable objects. <laughs> that which they purchase or which they sell with limb, it's all kind but all works. And the Gemara explains <laughs> that they should be able to sustain themselves, because if we say that their their purchase is not a purchase and their sale is not a sale." then how are they are going to sustain themselves? No one's going to want to buy from them, no one's going to want to sell from them if they can't make a sale. According to the conclusion of the Gemara, even their gifts, when they give a gift, not just a purchase or a sale, their gifts as well, whether they're dying, whether they're healthy, whether it's a lot, whether it's a little, it works as well. And the Chalm made this to, kind of, to uh, ensure that they have chana, they can support themselves if need be, and therefore their purchases, their sales, and their gifts work when they're either, uh, we said, 7 or 8 that are very sharp, or 9 and 10 that are just not so sharp, but they're just um, you know standard 9 or 10-year-olds. Ten, ten However, the chayra, 6 and under is not going to be in the category of doing business at all, according to this. Okay, Mishneh the Eilud of and the following things that Armu and Chalem stated, They stated these things for Darachi Shalom, that people should not be fighting with each other, there should be peace. Kohen, Kohen, Rishon. A Kohen calls first in the Torah, it's the first Aliyah. And the Aach of Levi, then the Levi, the Aach of Yisrael, and afterwards the Yisrael. And they want to that this is really uh, learned out from the Torah. It's not from the rabbis, it's already from the Torah it said. That you gotta, you have a special mitzvah to give the coin first, because he's a Kohen, You sanctify the coin. The coin takes, you know, he takes the first in the leftoach rishon, rishon, He, he, when he benches, he benches, he's the one that leads. And when he makes a bracha in the Torah, he makes the, the, the first bracha. And when you have a, a portion of bread or cake or anything in front of you, he always gets the nicest portion, because he's a coin. And there's a positive commandment to, to do this mitzvah. So what are the chaman be talking? What did the chaman place over here? So the Mishnah explains the Shesh. On a Torah level, For a Cohen wanted to take, uh, you know, he wanted to be give honor to his Rebbe, or to give honor to somebody who's greater than him in wisdom, he has the power to do that. And he can say, I want to, you know, give this honor to you. However, by Kriyasa Torah, when it comes to laying the Torah in public, the Akana that a coin cannot give up his honor to the Levi, or the levy cannot give up his honor to the Yisrael. Rather it's always gonna be Cohen is first, Levi second, Yisrael is third. so that clients will not be fighting with each other. He got that Aliyah, he gave him this honor. Cohen Levi Yisrael are set, and this way there shouldn't be Machokas. Says the Mishnah further Arvin Vibayas Yashan. So the Allah is that we have a chachar courtyard that has several neighbors, has several shechenim, it's forbidden to carry there on Shabbos unless you make an Erev Chatzeros before Shabbos. We learned about this back in Sech the Erevin. And that is that you place a loaf of bread, a full loaf of bread, um, in one of the homes. They all, all the uh, neighbors of the courtyard, they contribute together as a partnership. This one loaf of bread, they put it in one of the homes of the courtyard, and now they're all connected, all maruvim with through that uh, loaf of bread, and they're, then, then they're permitted to carry in that courtyard. It's okay. So the chamay that they should be ma'arvin the bias meaning the house they're always putting the bread in, keep putting it in that house, don't change. They always place that loaf in one particular house. She Don't change, keep putting it in that house. Why? If they darkish shalom, because the darke shalom for peace, the Gemara explains, because it would be a shot that the hergul, since you always put the bread in that specific house, if you change to a different house, people that are coming into that house will see there's no bread there, and they'll start thinking, hey, how could everyone in this courtyard be carrying without an air of on Shabbos? So, in order to avoid that, they said just keep putting it in the same house, and then when new people come into the house, they shouldn't be concerned that the bread's gone and that you're carrying without an air of. Rather, the bread should always be in that particular house. Another halacha bar a pit shukarv la'ama. So, there used to be these streams that would go out of the river and they would pass by the edge of the farmer's fields. And each farmer would irrigate his field like that. Because of a concern that maybe one day this little stream will dry up, they used to build these burrows, these pits each pit would be at the edge of his field, but by damming up this stream, he would direct the water to fill up his pit till it got full, so he has a reserve in case the stream dries up. And the pit, which is closest to the stream, that will fill up first. The then afterwards, he could fill up the other burrows, other pits, in order. That are further from the first pit. And again, for, for peace. The farmers should not be fighting with each other. Mitsudos, If you had these mitsudos, you had these traps they would use to capture a chaya, a wild animal, opos are birds, dugum are fish. And the halacha is that normally if your utensil uh, acquires something on your behalf, it'll actually, it works. If you have a cup and someone pours water into it, that water becomes yours. And the reason is because the cup has a base to it. Something that has a base, a utensil that has a base can acquire something for you. It's a cleaver with a base kibble. So over here they were using these traps, and the traps would capture the chaya, the oaf, the dog, but the trap had no receptacle, no base to it. Technically, it doesn't acquire that which it captures for its owner. So someone would think, like, go ahead and steal it. The chum said, that, no, we made it to Kana, that mishum gazel, also yeesh mi mishum gazel, you cannot steal the deer, or the fish, or the bird that was caught because of gazel, but they darkly shalom. There shouldn't be hatred, barogies, and anger between man and his fellow, even though it's technically not acquired to him, because they don't have a base to it. Khan said, it's his trap, he owns a trap, so that was your trap, it's going to be his, even though there's no base, people, or no receptacle to it. However, even though you can't steal it because of theft, if someone went ahead and did take it, so then the basin cannot Pull it out from his hands. But Rabbi Yehuzi Umar, Gezel Gamer. No, no, no. He basically argues, Hanotel menem, is one who steals from these traps. Harezek Gezel Gamer, is complete Gezel on a rabbinic level. Umotziyem yadohay de Bezen. And Bezen could take it out from the thief's hands. Metziyaz, cheresh, chotev, chotev, if a cheresh, a deafmiut, a chotev, an incompetent person doesn't have knowledge, chotev, a, a minor, on a, on a Torah level, they don't have the merit to acquire something that they find on the street. If you steal from them, it's theft. They can't acquire it. It's forbidden to take any finding that they found because of Gezel. And again, it's going to be complete Gezel like his opinion uh, earlier that we just stated. Ani hamenakev berosh If you have a, a poor man who is striking the head of a olive tree and then the olives fall down, this is from peya or from shikcha. So The olives that fall beneath him when he's striking this tree guzal. If another poor ani comes and takes it from him, it's considered theft. Also, because the darkei shalom, should not be fighting with each other. Again, it's gessel on a rabbinic level. Excuse me. Like I mentioned earlier, and the 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 nafka meaning between Rabbi and Tanakhama is constantly going to be that if it's brought before a basin, can bason take it out from the thief's hands or not. Abiyoshi says yes. Tanakhama says no. And lastly, the Mishnah concludes in the Machin Biad Aniyeh Goyim, If an ani a poor gentile, comes to collect lecha shikha and peya from the fields, we don't hold him back. We let him go into the fields and collect along with the other aniyeh yisrael, the poor Jews. We made Darchi Shalom because of Darchi Shalom. And not only that, we'll be Mefarnes Ani Gaim with Ani Yisrael. we'll be Mivakar, we'll support them financially when we're giving money to an Ani Yisrael, we'll give money to an Ani Gai. If we're visiting the sick of, an Ani, of, of a Yisrael, we'll visit the sick of a guy. And when we're burying a Yisrael, we'll bury a Gai as well because of Darchi Shalom.